Hello, and welcome to the Propagandy Podcast, the podcast of the world-famous hard rock band Propagandy. Every month, we intend to take you on a fact-based journey through the cosmos and help you understand not only what we know, but how we know what we know. So come on, sit back, relax, have a drink, put your feet up. Care for some chips? We have Ripple and All Dressed. Neither? No matter. I ask only in passing. Well, hi there. Hi. Well, hi, I'm Chris, and I'm here with my co-host. Todd. Todd the Rod. How you doing, Todd? Pretty good. This is like being on the Howard Stern Show, but a little more degenerate down here. So, what is the purpose? Why are we here? What are we doing? This is our practice space. We're broadcasting live from our practice space. Why are we here, Todd? This is live, Chris? It's not a live stream. Oh. Oh, well. Why are we in our practice space doing this instead of practicing? Well... Most like we're here one hour before band practice. Yeah, we we come early. Why? Because we're dedicated. Yeah. <laughs> dedicated to bringing some information to the people and telling you what's going on in our land. Let me remind you of a couple things. Look in that box behind you. Oh, yeah. What do you see? I see seven inch records, Chris. Seven inch records by who? Sacrifice and propaganda. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Can you actually believe it? Grab one. Oh. For those of Let's you... each take one, Chris. Okay. Well, it's blue. Oh, it's... For those of you who haven't seen it, uh, our own resident artist, Todd the Rod Kowalski, did the artwork for this split seven inch with Canadian legends Sacrifice. Uh, them doing a Rush cover, Anthem, and us doing a Corrosion of Conformity cover, Technocracy. And I must say, it's one of the uh, most surreal uh, events of my life to actually yeah, be holding this thing. It's very cool, Chris. Yeah. Very cool. <coughs> and on, if you open it up on the inside, there's a photo by Amy Rico. Yeah, Joe very. Rico from Sacrifice's wife. Some uh, handsome men. Yeah, some handsome men in the crowd. Yeah. And also me and Chris are in the picture. <laughs> so, if you're interested in the 7-inch, and fuck, who wouldn't be? Uh you're going to want to go to waronmusic.com and uh, check it out. There's still some, it says sold out, but I happen to know it's not. Oh, that's an interesting fact. There's even, there's, when I last heard, there was 15 copies left at Warren Music on the shelf. Oh, shame on you, Winnipeg. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, you know what else is, what came out on the same day, December 10th, as the split seven inch with, with Sacrifice? I'll tell you what came out, Todd. A nugget. The New Kitchen Traditions oh, yeah, Community yeah. Vegan Cookbook. That. Let's talk yeah. about it. A community vegan cookbook that features recipes not only from Todd and I, yes. but from Jord and the beaver. Wow. What was your recipe? Mine was coconut curry soup, Chris. Oh, I'm going to try that one. Yeah, it usually works out good for me, except for I ate it so many billions of times, but... Have you seen, have you seen George's? 
No. He's a pretty good cook, though, that guy. He's all right. Until he adds uh, too much garlic. Oh, good. <laughs> Don't worry. He no, won't hear this. he's good. He's good. His, uh, his re- George recipe is called Fun and Filthy Beans. Oh, surprise. Yeah. Every single time I go to his house to jam uh, in his basement, he's cooking a giant pot of beans. I, yeah. Every time. Yeah. This is not a lie. No. Not a eccentric, <coughs> trying to be funny man guy. No. No. Yeah. So there's th- this cookbook is out. All proceeds to uh, Darcy's Ark, which is a no-kill shelter here in Winnipeg. And um, if you email newkitchentraditions at gmail.com, you can inquire about it, possibly get a hard copy of, of it if you uh, don't live in Winnipeg. But you can even buy a PDF for a, a nominal fee that goes to Darcy's Ark. And you get a cookbook with over 100 recipes, vegan recipes, very excellent. Mm. Yeah, I think. Are they in yet, Chris? I yes, they are. They were, it was released December tenth. That's good. I hope my mom's not listening to this because she's getting one for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Todd, you recently did a an interview in Kite Magazine. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I didn't. I didn't actually know you were a kite enthusiast. How did you get in love there? kites? Okay. Yeah. So that's how you made the appearance in Kite Magazine. That is. Yeah. I've my actually I've made my own uh, three pawn kite. Three pawn. What's a three pond? <laughs> three ponds. What's a pond? <laughs> P-O-N, Chris. Three ponds. It's punk kites though, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Could, punk, punk golf. I like scratch an Amoebic's uh, logo, logo on the... Uh, yeah, yeah, on the ponds. Yeah, yeah. And a circle of A. Sometimes I put a fork and a knife. Yeah. He, uh, just Todd, to show that I'd rather be eating than making kites. And I rub my cat on it and stuff. Yeah, for sure you do. Just get those little but brown things on it. My point was, in that interview, you were quoted as saying, you hate adulthood and everything it represents. It's true, I do. Yeah. As you can plainly see. <clears throat> Let's just say that everything as a child they tell you not to do, as soon as you turn into an adult, it's suddenly okay. Hmm. Like if I'm in the sandbox... I have one spatula to scoop up the sand. They will tell me you share your spatula with the other people, also known as the shovel. (laughs) You share it with the other people. But no, you become an adult. Mm -hmm. Suddenly that's your spatula and the other people, they can dig the sand with their teeth. Yes. Or let's say back in the day, I wasn't allowed to go to Donnie Anderson's house with my popsicle because... Unless I gave half to Donnie, right? <laughs> Is that not right? That's, I, I've had that same experience. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's it, all. It, and there, as I sit there, there's 500 million bazillion of those examples that I could bestow upon society. And I would also like to say that society itself sucks. <laughs> right (laughs) what one thing society says is bad suddenly is good two minutes later while one person actually might have died and one person might have been called a loser (laughs) (laughs) suddenly is a winner yeah yeah Yeah. but speaking of professors but wait speaking we don't need to be professors with news like this that's true did you know todd that last month we appeared in the European Journal of American Studies. Did you know that? Cool. 
And who better to study Americans than Europeans? Yeah. <laughs> eh? Kind of. Yeah, exactly. Or, well, anybody. Exactly. It was some professor named Frederick Gagnon. Oh, he sounds smart. He does. And he, was, uh, he had written an article about the influence of, of video games. Oh, yeah. On, I, did, uh, I did read that, Chris. On creating a culture of war. Hmm. And, That's uh, true. I, I thought when, when he mentioned this to me, I thought he was going to say that he referenced the song America's Army, mm-hmm. which is directly about that. But he actually just took a quote from Coach's Corner, which is yeah, yeah, yeah. similar. But yeah. anyways, just thought I'd throw it out there. Uh, don't get in. many chances to uh, have any sort of academic credibility yeah. since we're yeah. all basically failures hey, in school. You know what else we appeared on, Chris? What? Wikipedia. I have a scab on my lip. So do I. <laughs> Yours matches mine. WikiLeaks or Wikipedia? Wikipedia. <laughs> well, that's not a big deal, is it? No. So if you want to check out that article in the European Journal of American Studies, mm-hmm. Todd, you can go to... Oh, I don't want to do this link. No, that's too ridiculous. If you want to check that out, go to our website and scroll down and fucking find it yourself. <laughs> I will. Todd, what's been going on at the Need Center recently? You, you, you volunteer at the Need Center, yes. which is what? Well, it's a, a school for kids who get to Winnipeg who, who are not yet in school. If they come uh, as refugees to Winnipeg, they would go to the Need Center before their family finds residence in the city to go to school. And then once they do have residence, if they're above 12... They can go to the after-school program, so that's what I'm mostly part of, doing mm-hmm. a little drawing, a little of this, a little of that. Mm-hmm. We used to have a jiu-jitsu program. Uh, we used to kickbox. We used to... What happened to those? Uh, those are gone because that used to be my job, so I don't go as much anymore. Ah. And now I just volunteer, so we're mostly, when I go, we're mostly drawing, drawing little cars, or last, the other day we made some keychains. Do you, of, do you need a nude model? I do, please. Not you, though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, well, that's cool. Yeah. That's been a good time. Uh, it's Christmas season. I was ousted from my... Uh, it would have been my third year of being Santa Claus this year, but I've been ousted by a professional Santa Claus. Oh, <laughs> why was that? I don't know. Something sounds sketchy in there. Yeah. Are you in trouble? I'm not in trouble. Good. I uh, I think some... Have you ever seen that clip where the kid says to Santa, Santa, you have bad breath. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what happened? Pro- well, I can't promise you, but I'm sure there's pl- plenty of kids who would rather sit on nice... Uh, nice clean washed, well, yeah, yeah, Washed red pants rather than stained sweatpants. Yeah, I haven't seen a lot of Santas in sweatpants. Yeah, yeah. But I was a pretty good Santa... They try to pull off my beard and get their hand in a super fast wrist lock. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, and just snap. Oh. <laughs> Welcome to Winnipeg. Yeah. And I gave out some pretty good presents, actually. Yeah, pretty good. Did you buy them? I bought one because this kid was interested in comics, and mm. she had the first issue, so I got her the second. But gave it to the need center to give to her. But Nice. And it wanted to see her childhood dreams come true, Chris. Yeah. yeah. That's what you. Santa's for. Good for you. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, what have you been doing? Well, I'm going to play a song. 
Okay. By this band called Capital from Long Island, New York. Okay. Let's hear it. Did we ignore the warning signs? Clearer and brighter than days in the sun. That was capital with three weeks, Todd. That was good, Chris. I liked it. Mixed right here in the practice space. I always think, if you work hard, Chris, you work hard. fuck, it's going to work. Yep. There's Chris Hanna himself here. Although Joey Sassante did a pretty good tracking job for, yeah. for the band. And Joey Sassante. Guitar did. player in the band. Cool. They recorded in the tiny living room, live, except for the vocals. Cool. Yeah. He did a good job. All right. Up next, we have Todd's Book of the Month Club. Yes. I've started a book a month of the club. Uh, <laughs> I saw I worked out for Oprah. What do you uh, got for us today? Uh, we have a book called A Thousand Sisters. Holy uh, shit, that is one busy father. Yep. Uh, so <laughs> it's called A Thousand Sisters by Lisa J. Shannon. Uh, it's my journey into the worst place on earth to be a woman, which is about uh, the Democratic Republic of Congo, mm. where I guess rape and all that is like a daily occurrence and... It's the biggest war on earth right now. 14 different combatants. Yeah. And we hear nothing about it. Yeah, exactly. We hear nothing on the news. We never see anything about it. Plenty of the kids that are actually come to the need center where I work are from around there. Uh, Goma and all that where, you know, refugees come from Rwanda over to those refugee camps on the east there. And, uh... Yeah, so I'm going to read this book, A Thousand Sisters, by Lisa J. Shannon. Hmm. Haven't read it yet. Alice Walker says it's good. Adam Hochschild, who wrote King Leopold's Ghost, Hmm. says it's good. And I'm going to read it, and hopefully you will too. And then next month, Chris, we'll come back and we'll all talk about it. You're going to update us. We're going to update us. And hopefully you, the listener, will check it out. Yeah, read uh, along with propaganda. Yeah, read along, and maybe on, I don't know where... Somewhere on Facebook or something, we'll have a little... I'll put it on there, and then we can all see what we thought of it. Mm. What do you mean? Oh, I seriously... Yeah, like people... Write, a discussion forum. Yeah, yeah, a little... Not too serious, but okay. I'll, I'll put the book up that we're going to read it, and then give people a while, and people can come back with their little tidbits after a month, and we'll see what if anyone actually read it or not. And if they didn't, then... I won't be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Todd, what's your music selection of the month? My music selection, I guess, 
What would you like these people to hear? Uh, I guess. What would I like to? I guess just to put it somewhere else in a different field of vision. I'd like to say Dobe na Ore from. Where is she from? I don't remember. Somewhere. Uh, yeah, check her out. The song that I would like. To, are we hearing a song? Yeah, you will. Yeah. You will. The song is called Palea, P-A-L-E-A. Cool. Great song. And someone does guest vocals in the middle of it. Can't believe how good that guy sings. All right, here we go. Here we go. This is... Dobe na Ore. With... Palea. On Propagandy Radio. Palea, Palea, Kune, Palea, Mise, Palea, Kune, Palea, Benia kune palia miser benia kune o wolo anenu same ane bolo kakabako wolo anenu same ane bolo kakabako palia benia kune palia miser benia kune o wolo anenu same ane Bolo kakabako, bolo anenu same ane, bolo kakabako. Hey megalale zenamo, mene. Hey megalale zenamo, mene. Hey megalale zenamo, mene. Hey megalale zenamo, mene. I'm 
Holy shit, that was a ripper. <laughs> I fucking smoked. Cool. Okay, oh, I think someone's here. All right, it's time for Jordy Boy Corner. Jord, yeah. The other day in practice, we were talking. Do you remember that? Yes, I yes I do. Yeah. Do you remember after we practiced? Yeah. Yeah. And you were talking a bit about uh, your involvement with the Canada Haiti Action Network. Yeah. Do you remember talking about that? Mm-hmm. Do you remember what you said? No. <laughs> no, I don't. Well, you were commenting on the recent sham elections, as you call them, in Haiti. You went on to reveal to us that uh, Chan is taking on a new initiative. Oh, well, I mean, locally, like the... Well, first of all, if anybody's interested on, on receiving up-to-date news about uh, Canada and the First World's involvement with Haiti, they should check out uh, CanadaHaitiAction.ca. It's a good... Uh, Website and resource for that kind of stuff. And uh, the guys uh, that I'm in touch with here in Winnipeg uh, have been working towards creating sort of a comprehensive and customized uh, presentation that can be taken to classrooms of various sorts upon request. A couple people in our very small and somewhat dysfunctional local group um, were invited to uh, speak to a classroom of uh, nursing graduates at the medical college at the U of M. And we're trying to right now uh, develop some ties with the medical faculties there to perhaps hopefully host a speaking, um, a stop on a speaking tour that might be taking place in Canada in March involving uh, bringing some partners in health uh, personnel to speak about the grave situation there. That said, that kind of came out of, you know, a number of years of doing public uh, talks and general awareness raising kind of campaigns that kind of, you know, they're sort of uh, limited in the scope and uh, practical effect of, of doing those kind of things. You get a lot of people who... I guess in lefty circles are already cash strapped and don't have a lot of financial means to contribute to projects and that kind of stuff. And you have a gathering of a lot of well-meaning people who can agree in principle on a lot of things, but that doesn't really translate into much uh, positive practical things on the ground. So now we're trying to approach professional classes here in the city and maybe through that develop a, a little bit more of a meaningful relationships in terms of respectful healthcare provision. Hmm. I must say I'm impressed, Jordan. And outside of that, uh, we're trying to plan a bit of a commemoration event in early January about uh, what's taken place in the last year since the earthquake happened down there, um, focusing on a number of different things. The historical context that uh, I guess puts a country like Haiti in the position that it's in and the uh, sort of focusing I guess on the aid that was pledged and the amount that's been delivered and the problems that uh, you know exist around that um, 
the further exacerbation of a multitude of problems by sponsoring elections over, say, building meaningful infrastructure and, uh, you know, providing safe water for people. And now we're, uh, people are facing a cholera epidemic um, that's taking place under the boot of a UN occupation force. And uh, I think that my hope is, is that average Canadians when faced with uh, the truth about uh, the issues present down there would be upset and outraged at uh, how our government and private industries are uh, taking advantage of the situation like a bunch of vultures and buzzards flying over top of a nation of 9 million people. And we'll follow up with you next month to see where that's taking you guys. Yeah, that'd be good. Do you want to throw to a song? A song? A song. Hmm. A song. Like uh, any song? No. Yes. Uh, how about Down Presser Man by Peter Tosh? I think that's an appropriate song oh, for Jesus. this kind of topic. Okay. And it's a good one. Okay. Under your collar, man, I wouldn't 
Man, George's music selection of the month. George, that was awesome. Hey, George, look who just walked in. It's Beeve. He came to practice finally. Beeve, have a seat. Oh, thanks. Yeah, how's it going? Good. Cold out there? Uh, no, not really. Fuck. Cool. So, Beeve, what have you been doing? Um, I don't know. You don't know? No. All right, that was Beeve. That's what Beeve's been up to. Hey, Beeve, aren't you doing that music program at the West End Cultural Center coming up? Uh, no, not not this year, actually. You're not? I'm, yeah, I'm bailing on it. Oh. I was doing it. More practice time for us. That's that's why I bailed on it. All right. You got anything else to say, Beeve? Uh, not really. Come on now. Uh, what do you want to know? <laughs> do you like Chord? Yeah. Me too. Do you have a song for us? Uh, sure. Um, how about Old by No Means No? Old? Yeah. Why do you choose that? Uh, because it's new. They've released it. Old like, is new? Yeah, it's a new song. Newish song. Cool. All right. Well, thanks for listening to episode one of the Propagandy Podcast. Join us next month when we take you behind the scenes at the making of some of our songs and perhaps interview our sound guy, Mark Eugene Chaplin, the owner of the two reddest nuts I have ever clapped eyes on. See ya.
Sunday.